All right, g'day guys. Welcome back to the Elite Athletes Podcast. Uh, this is our second session. I've got sitting in front of me, both with big glorious smiles on their faces, the DeCampo brothers. Do you want to introduce yourselves, boys? Yeah, thanks, Chris. I'm Sevi. Um, I'm the older brother. Yep. Um, um, yeah, I'm Fidel DeCampo. Uh, obviously, we have similar voices. and um, <laughs> Yeah, we discussed that before the show. We think there's just enough difference in our voices that you should be able to tell. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah we'll make it clear yeah right. otherwise we'll speaking. just we'll make right. it clear yeah. yeah there's no stark personality differences what you say will be able to differentiate who you are yeah exactly yeah precisely who's who uh, who's the funny one um well funny, but <laughs> yeah I thought I was I thought I was funny and then Fidel started doing stand up comedy uh, yeah <laughs> stand up comedy yeah did a little segment of Bergman genuinely yeah I had no idea how'd it go yeah, good. Um, yeah, just told everybody what time it was on, and then everybody just like comes into the common room for twenty minutes, and then and then left. Yeah, and then left. <laughs> yeah, that no, was quite fun. So that was your own sort of startup. You do some Im- yeah. impersonations of the yeah other kids there, like and Bella. Then, yeah, and then I sort of had to make fun of how PC I had to keep it because it's like yeah, huh. college. Yeah, and that went well. Yeah, no, it was like like we said we might do some more, but. Took a lot of effort. Yeah, of course. Five, six hours, yeah. Damn, it's good to hear. Um, general outline quickly, though. Can I get a little bio from both of you? Just on, Actually, you can give it on each other. Sevi, you go first. Give me a little bio on Fed. Okay, yeah. Fidel's in third year at, at university. Um, he crushed high school. Um, and then he followed my advice to come up to Canberra. Nice. And start studying um, as well as uh, continue to pursue um, his passion for cross-country skiing. Um, and, yeah, we uh, we train a lot together and we study a fair bit as well um, amongst lots of other things up here in Canberra um, and both grew up in Melbourne. What's he studying? Exactly. Uh, yeah, what am I studying? Computer science and um, economics. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. And what, what did you do in one of your first classes, Fed? Um, with you? Yeah. Yeah, so this is the story of how I met uh, Chris Jackson. Um, it was like one of... Oh, maybe 10-14. Yeah, 10-13. 10, 10, 10, yeah, 10, 10, Mass course. I think I hadn't gone to fir- the first few shoots. No, we had And hadn't. I rocked up. <laughs> no friend. Everybody was sitting... Yeah, this like, is a really good story. Everybody was sitting front row. So I was like, oh, I'll sit the third row, like <laughs> sort of behind them. And then uh, Chris and Bede walk in, like, quite cool. Two absolute geezers. Yeah, just like sit at the back row. <laughs> oh, okay, maybe these can be my friends for this class. <laughs> yeah. And then um, and then I like, oh, I sort of didn't have, just forgot my pencil case. So I thought, oh, yeah, just call it like, oh, could I like have like, something to write with? <laughs> and then like, I, can, was, I don't know if it was you she or Bede. I was Threat. shocked. Why don't you just throw me a pencil? Yep. And I just caught it like behind <laughs> my back. Wayward throw, but yeah. you just... Caught it like behind, yeah. Lower, no arm. look, catch behind your back. Yeah, he actually covered his eyes. <laughs> and then we're on. So. Yeah, yeah. This group project, and then they a few times tried to separate and put me like with the other group. <laughs> 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 like, no, we'll take you. Thank you yeah. very much. Yep. And uh, can I get a little biopsy on uh, your Sevi, brother? Yeah, Sevi. Uh, he's what, like fifth year now. Had the gap year. I didn't have the gap year, so he took the gap that year. brought us closer in yeah. years. At same, same school, Melbourne Grammar. Um, 
okay, he's doing he's doing uh, finance. Well, commerce. Sorry, commerce and engineering. And you've got ANU engineering in the bio of the Instagram, which is good. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> good <laughs> yeah, it's in my Insta bio, ANU yeah. engineering with he, a little microscope emoji. Yeah, so he did, um, <laughs> we actually did the same subject. I sponsored to do that, eh? Um, I didn't actually get, I wasn't told to do that. I just, I thought it would look good. I thought you'd boost up. Yeah, just thing. given I got the blue tick as well, yeah. I thought I would oh, just. fantastic. Yeah, so. Bring other people up with you. Yeah. yeah. He, um, uh. <laughs> Uh, we did the same subjects at school, but he thought he'd do chemistry, and then I thought, oh, that's a bit boring. I might just do drama instead of that. I did drama? <laughs> Huge. Yeah, I'll um, admit I'm a bit jealous of that. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, he, after school, did uh, spent like oh, maybe eight months in Norway. Yeah, sort of crafting, yep. working on his craft. Yeah, this school attended. I went back to school after I finished school. Went to this school in Norway and. Um, they ski half the day and then they go to class. So um, that was a fun way to just um, train with some fast kids and learn the language and learn the culture a little bit. Um, and then I also did their schoolies as well in um, April. Huge. It's a very intense schoolies. <laughs> um, you also uh, you had a bit of a surfing phase where you should really... Bought us both a wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's pretty fun. Uh, Got the passion and dragged you. Yeah, it's so board. nice of you to include that in yeah. the bio about me. It's only a minute long. <laughs> yeah. Avid surfer. Yeah, avid, yeah, he loves to surf. Um, yeah, and yeah, then, awesome. uh, yeah, exactly. That's pretty, pretty and, uh, good. Oh, Olympian as well. Yeah, it's Winter Olympian. You can't forget Recent, that. Yeah. yeah, it's huge. Where'd you go for that? That was in China. Yeah, awesome. We'll touch on that a little bit later. I, um... I do want to get into, because you are a well-known couple around the campus. You both went to Bergman. Um, we'll get onto that as well. But I want to start where you started in Melbourne, growing up together. What was the brotherly love like? What was the dynamics like? How has it changed over the years? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty um, low-maintenance kids, I think. Yeah, there wasn't heaps of arguing. Um, and it was actually quite nice to have like a friend around especially on weekends, you know, when you're a kid and it's like Sunday at home just goes forever yeah. and I'm just sitting on the couch waiting for the footy to start at 3pm, like just staring at the wall. Um, but Fidel was there and he sort of said one day, like, let's learn how to juggle. And then <laughs> oh, yeah, we'd do that or um, go and play backyard cricket, just two player yeah, or um, kick the footy or something. Yeah, there yeah. was a long period where I I like grew slightly earlier, and Fidel hit his growth spurt slightly later. Terrible. So there was a fair a few years where there was a big height difference. Yeah, one day I thought we just like I was like, oh, let's just do it like a hundred meter sprint like, <laughs> along the bitumen, like with our school bags on. And I was absolutely crushed when you just romped me. Yeah, just <laughs> absolutely pumped him. Yeah, and then I sort of knew my place. Yeah, That'd happen these days as well, though, wouldn't it? Uh, Maybe so. not. Yeah, less so. I yeah. was sort of coming into the fast twitch yeah. fiber area, mm. whereas so I'm, yeah, maybe just maintaining. Yeah, it. maintaining if yeah. not losing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The only episodes of conflict I can recall is I bit you one time. Just like <clears throat> oh really? Yeah, just like you know, 
lat, uh, what's it called? Trap on area. The trap, yeah. Just, just one bite. Wasn't yeah. happy with my traps. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> quick bite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then in high school, um, like when I was in year 10, 11, maybe, sometimes I'd get a bit annoyed at like mum and Fidel around the house and then they'd make fun of my hormones. <laughs> <laughs> so there are the hormones. Uh, <laughs> and then and I'd, yeah. I'd just be riled up, like, just clenched fists, yeah. like, <laughs> just no, it's not. And then the more you say it, the more you, like... Yeah. Yeah, say it, the more it proves true. <laughs> Love it. If you the can't, more you resist, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> if you can't tell, I've told these boys to, to load the podcast with stories. Yeah, here's um, another one, actually. Another one? I wasn't happy with this one. Um, I had a little toy uh, ship that was like a little pirate ship. Where's this going? <laughs> no, it's good. A uh, little pirate ship, and then Sevi um, thought he'd make like a Lego zip line. Oh yeah, and he just thought, oh, I'll just cut the ropes on Fidel's toy pirate ship and use that too <laughs> <laughs> for my Lego zip line. <laughs> like Funny. upstairs, and just a few punches. Just there. had it. Just yeah, like crying yeah. Yeah. probably uh, <laughs> punches. I only bit him once, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. At that time you and like then the pirate ship just never had sails again for the rest of it. Yeah, it took the wind out of your yeah. sails. <laughs> The moral of their story, yeah, <laughs> Sevi stealing Fidel's wind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on the parent front, so I remember Fidel, you were telling me your father was a downhill skier for Australia. Yeah, so, sort of junior champion, really, under yeah. 18. So you can tell me a bit about your, your mum and dad's athletic past. Um, dad, yeah, a, he won a cross-country race, year six. Nah. <laughs> dad, I think dad was quite um, very, oh, very sporty. Um, he did a lot of skiing. He was part of a big skiing family that would go up to Mount Buller. Um, and when he was 14, got a, like a, a flight. Because like the ski school at Mount Buller where he stayed, there were a lot of Austrians there that ran that. And then when he was 14, he got a flight by himself to Austria and stayed there and skied at a lodge there. Yeah, he used to have a coach that was Austrian and they would play um, football and the coach would go like, are you ready, please? <laughs> um, and yeah, Chris so he was man. really good at skiing and then he did um, footy in year 12 and he tennis, got yeah. asked to play for Melbourne but um, chose to study architecture and um, I don't think he regrets it. He loves what he does. So and, he chose to yeah. study over a professional footy career. I don't even think it was professional the back VFL. then. Yeah, 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 VFL, yeah. yeah. Uh, and mum was a very good netball player. Netball, tennis. And she used to get A's in geography <laughs> at school. So she's very good at yeah. geography. But dad also with the skiing, just before we finish on that, he, after he, I think he won like under 18 Australian uh, championships or whatever. Oh, but then yeah. he went off the side of a run and like landed on his hip or... Something. That's true, yeah. Dad Dad used to ski at Mount Buller with this sort of young group of alpine skiers. A couple um, of which that went on to go Yeah, to like three of them or three or four of them are all went on to ski in the Olympics for alpine skiing. Um, and he used to like beat them when he was a junior and then he got this terrible injury. And, um, yeah, he said he was too far behind. Too, too far behind up, when he got back. Up, yeah. So, yeah, when he comes along to snow awards and stuff, um, he enjoys catching up with them. But yeah. I wonder if there's a bit in the back of his head. Yeah, what, what if? What if? Yeah, yeah it's going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> How do you reckon he lives it through your voice? He's really been involved uh, in your journey, training you guys up yeah, in the, in the yeah. area. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, definitely. yeah, he definitely really loves it, and he'll travel overseas to watch us race whenever he can. Like, um, but he wasn't like a super competitive um, like helicopter parent helicopter parent. Yeah. Like he just yeah. encouraged, or he was happier for us to do, try any sport and just always encourage um, having a go at whatever it was. And then um, I guess it was just nice that we chose snow sports and. He had a background in that, so he was happy to just to, yeah. Yeah, yeah great. And um, I do want to touch on your general. We did this with Caitlin last time in the last section, the rower. Um, what about your general schedules? As a third-year uni student, fifth-year uni student, um, you're also still living on campus as well, Fidel, at Bergman, and so you're living off campus. Um, what are your general schedules? How much do you do together? How much apart? And can you just give me a run-through of your general week? Um well, like yearly total, uh, do you want to <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. have like keep the pretty tight training plan. Like so you, we know exactly, like I know exactly how many hours I've done every week for the past like four years. Yeah, we've wow. logged. We have to yeah. log all our training. We have a training plan each week, um, so I know the, the precise amount of exercise yeah. I've Second done since February, I was uh, sixteen years old. <laughs> Which is so pretty ridiculous if getting, you think about it. So this is gym work as well. Yeah, it's every single log. Like if you, like I did AFL at school and like cross country running. And yeah, just log all that. Wow. You know, in the off season, like in April, if I go for a twenty minute uh, swim with friends and I think you know we've actually swum it warrants a, a, like fair, <laughs> a fair way, I'll yeah. just log it as like. What's what's the rate? So is this through the Australian scheme? group whatever you're part of and what's the purpose of the pro of the vlogging at all yeah well it's important for athletes to um have a training log i think to um be able to reflect on their training keep track of what they've done and then in the future be able to make decisions what they should do for their training based on like identify injury risk um peak performance like when that's occurred and just general like trends, like when you're fe- like you log what you do and then how you're feeling yeah. during that session. So then ideally, you feel better in more sessions and then yeah. faster yeah. in more sessions. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's one of the interesting less things less which we don't often talk about that um, a lot of athletes have to do that other people don't do. I don't know if there's much logging in, but yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember the last time I didn't think about logging what exercise I did. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you log it and then it like creates um, pie charts of hours per yeah, month, hours say. per week. You'd make some oh, no, sick yeah, bar graphs. graphs. Yeah, sick graphs. <laughs> pie charts of what, <laughs> <laughs> what like um, forms of exercise you've done, what yep. intensity. Yep. But yeah, what? so going back to schedule. Yeah, specifically. Schedule. <laughs> Give me a little run through. Give me one each on what you're doing and then yeah, what in that. Yeah, I do about... Sense. Seven this year. So say a mock week in October during term four, we've got a 23-hour training week, uh, which is a higher load training week, um, and we'll be doing four subjects. So um, each morning we meet up and we go for either a roller ski or a run or gym in the morning, Um, then maybe come back for class. Both do gym at ACTAS in AIS. At the AIS, um, back to class, a um, couple of hours before lunch and then potentially crashing a bit. <laughs> yeah. um, if we're lucky, you can fit in a short nap. Um, Fidel likes his naps. 
Yeah, yeah, I do like napping. But yeah, usually it's just like seven uh, main sessions each week in the morning and then depending on how many hours you uh, are assigned for that week, you yep. just have to run or do whatever to get those hours in the afternoons. Yeah, yeah. so usually yeah. a shorter session in the afternoon. Uh, and then, um, yeah, we like we like to be social as well. So sometimes yeah. uh, dinner, maybe dinner party. <laughs> um, a lunch at night. <laughs> And yeah, uh, you know, long usually a long training day on Sundays to um, pick up a bit of volume, like yeah. a four-hour roller ski um, to Tugranong, or f- like a three-hour bike ride out, or like a run triple Cotter peaks, Dan. hit hit Black, hit Black Mountain, hit yeah. Majura, and hit Ainsley. So yeah, what sort it's of usually... distances for the roller skiing are we talking? Give me some photos accompanying this. Um, what sort of distances are you talking? Long about? skis like. Three Two and a half, three hours plus, and then. And how far are you going? Uh, I think we go try and hit twenty k an hour for yeah. three hours. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, average sixteen k an hour 16K. usually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you laughed at that. That's insane to me. I like. Yeah, I mean, slightly less impact compared to running, but yeah, yeah. still. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. We sometimes, I I thought I'd knew every roller skier in Canberra. Um. We still meet the odd codger out there. Um, we were like, as in, towards, you, you go past when you're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> but you you often have to stop because it's a roller skier and yeah. it's like, so, oh, what the, you're both you're also doing this yeah. really random form of exercise, and yeah, like um, they're just these random people that like 60 years old that just have these like. Skate. I'm thinking of this guy last yeah, year. Yeah, they had the, the roller skate. The so roller blades. Like a roller ski has poles. wheels on, like one wheel on both ends, yep. and then like a bit of a slab that you put your foot on. Whereas like a roller blade has like lots of wheels. Yeah, and what he's he's brought those. He's in. on the roller yeah, blades, and he's and running like a drink belt satchel from like the 60s, <laughs> and like yeah, um, like sort of really like tight a track fishing shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really tight shorts with like yeah, a with almost shirt. with weights like on the side. Yeah, yeah. And you said g'day to him? Yeah, g'day. And he's like, yeah, I used to go do marathons in yeah. Estonia back in the day. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just keep, stick at it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, did you get a feel for a week or any? Yeah, no. Yeah, and then study. Basically, just prioritize ski training, whatever. Yeah. And then I put my chutes on usually like after lunch. Yep. I train in the morning and then yep. train like. 3.30. So do you find mental session. fatigue is a big thing for you though? If you put um, it How many times are you in class where you're just like, what? Uh, yeah, I hate having class around 2 or 3 p.m. because that's when I'm like super tired. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we schedule class in the mid-morning um, or in the later afternoon. Um, and yeah, like when it's super busy, you have to study um, after dinner um, or yeah, just whenever. Yeah, um, I do envy people that like get to like eight, nine o'clock and they go, oh, I might just like <laughs> go watch a TV show and yeah. have to like to wind down before. And I'm like, oh, like, I just don't. I just can't. <laughs> into, like this is studying time. Yeah. 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 So what sort of time are you guys going to bed then? Uh, well, at college, like 11.30 usually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't say that. What do you mean? Well, there's like noise curfew at 11, so there's no point in trying to <laughs> fight that. Yeah, 11. 
Yep. And so so we'll get on to the living situation. So, Sebi, what's your living arrangements at the moment? How does that impact things? Um, I live in Campbell in a five share with um, four lovely housemates. Um, they like watching a bit of reality TV in the um, in the evenings, as we were speaking about before, um, which impacts me in that I have to sometimes say no and do a bit of study yeah. instead. Um, they say no, come on. Yeah, and they're like, come on, like you can study during the day, <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I'm usually a bit tired, and mm. but it, yeah, and then. I don't know, it's nice living outside um, of campus. Campus is really fun. Um, uh, the main challenge with a, uh, living out is probably cooking and um, uh, getting good nutrition in. So sometimes I order these um, these meals, GMD, um, get delivered so I can just quickly microwave or yeah. I do like a massive bulk cook on Sundays and um, eat that through the week. Yeah, because that's a big difference between you two. In all the things that you do similar, the living situation does yeah. seem to be a big point of difference. Yeah, I probably get a bit more time saved just from getting yep. being so, catered to college, yeah, but so. then also maybe waste a bit just like talking to people in the hallways because <laughs> yep. there's so yeah. many people. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. can you can we go on to your college experience? I'd like to dive into this. Yeah, so I started room. like on level two and then – I actually moved right next to Sevy's old room, level one near the stairwell because I have to get the bike and roller skis out. Yeah. And I never wear any Australian gear or you like to water the back. So you yeah, can... I don't really want to be seen by people who can't be bothered with the comments. Like, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So did you ask specifically for a room there? Yeah, you re- like request room Interesting. So, 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 so you obviously, if it's right next to your old room, you did the exact same thing, requested that room so yeah. you post your equipment. In yeah, and yeah, just no fuss in and out. Yeah. yeah. So that's a big focus for you guys on campus. You don't really, well, obviously. Well, I don't never roller campus. ski through campus just because like. Yeah, if I had one rule for getting training done um, whilst studying and whilst being on campus, it's just get it done earlier and as soon as you can in the day rather than thinking, oh, well, I'll go down to breakfast and maybe do an hour of study and then do the session. Just yeah. do it first thing because so, there's lots of distractions. So. Um, and welcome distractions, but um, to yeah. make sure you stick to but it. But I think, I mean, it's I mean, it's not too more, much more difficult or, or easier necessarily college um, training. Just, I mean, especially because like the meal times work with training times and yep. you don't have to get up ridiculously early yep. for skiing because there's no like yeah. obligation. A lot of the benefits are yeah. like outweigh. Well, and the whole, the fact that negatives. the university's in Canberra which is only two hours from Perisher and yep. there's also good bike paths, less cars, good like national park, state park. Yep. Like, is, that, is that the sort of stuff you thought about before? Because I'm mainly talking to Sevi here because you're the one that came here originally. Is that the sort of stuff that you thought about before moving here? Yeah, I had two really good friends and teammates that recommended and they used to ski, recommended coming to Canberra um, because um, I think they, yeah, it's just... And I noticed when I got here, it's a perfectly sized city um, and the uni's in a perfect location um, to be able to train really well. Um, there's lots of parks and um, trails um, and then the uni's accessible to get onto. Um, there's no travel time driving to training around Canberra. The snow's close. Um, 
and yeah, you can make friends without sacrificing um, good sort of quality training or recovery. Yep. So it's it's perfect for um, a, an athlete town. Yeah, awesome. I mean, apart from some people don't like the negative degree starts in the morning in winter. Yeah, it's yeah. not ideal. That's all right. You get warm pretty quick, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. warmer than the ski slopes. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. Yeah. Training for a winter sport. Um, on winter sports, winter Olympics, can we yeah. dive into that a bit? A bit of a, yeah, um, a bit of a behind the scenes, any cool stories? Just in general, what was the experience like? Um, and the experience as a uni student as well. Yeah. Um, like I was firstly just really relieved and... Um, happy to make the get through the qualification and the years of you know working towards that, especially through COVID, um, where it was just a lot of um, it's not ugly hours, but just getting everything done. Yep. Um, and then also that it didn't get postponed like the Summer Olympics. Um, and yeah, COVID when we were there wasn't actually that big of a deal or big of an impact, but leading into it. Um, I remember everyone was super stressed. Um, they didn't want to get COVID yeah, like in the two weeks before, otherwise you actually wouldn't be able to go and that would have been quite devastating. Uh, and then we rock up to the airport in Beijing and there are just all these like volunteer um, Olympic workers in these white hazmat suits. <laughs> like <laughs> you picture like the minions. <laughs> um, they're just sort of like running around, like pointing to your bag going like, like where? <laughs> like, can you do an impersonation? Like, uh, is this yours? <laughs> <laughs> is this yours? Um, and yeah, that was funny. Um, and we would get swabs, COVID swabs every day. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Um, little insights. You can't um, put toilet paper in the in the toilet there, so we had to sort of wipe and then put it in a in a little bag and then um and then they collected that uh, <laughs> what about the um the watch party in, in back in Yohansheh house oh yeah um oh yeah as a student yeah it was nice seeing um a lot of my friends they um put a they had a w- couple of watch parties um back here um, so that was really cool coming back from the race and seeing videos of everyone um, yeah, awesome. in the living room, like, you know, people that um, knew what I did um, but wouldn't actually know what the sport looked like or anything and then being able to see it on TV, um, like on Channel 7, yeah. see that it's like a real um, big thing um, at the Olympics was pretty cool and everyone was getting around it, so... That was actually um, that was pretty cool to to the have seen. The commentator goes like, "Yeah, Seventy Campbell does his training." Yeah, Hamish camera. Hamish McLaughlin <laughs> in the in the studio um, after the or I saw the video after the race. He goes, "Now we've got Seventy Campo, ANU Engineering." He <laughs> <laughs> man, he just had a, a couple of notes on his like. Yeah, you obviously seen your Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, "Oh wow." Hamish, talking about me. Yeah. ANU Engineering. And then you got like verified on the, on the after the... Olympics. Yeah, got the blue tick. Um, some people asked me how I got that, but they just um, <laughs> applied for us. Um, not all the athletes actually got 
approved. So yeah. I don't know what I did with <laughs> eighteen hundred followers. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a cool experience. Yeah. And did you have with your studies? <coughs> did you have anything postponed at that time? Um. Well, I was actually organising my honours like um, at the time and like in the week beforehand, which I thought was funny because um, honours is like obviously a fairly big thing at uni um, and I had to do an honours to get my engineering. So I was madly emailing all these um, different researchers and supervisors um, and like even replying to a few of them during the Olympics and I would just be like, yeah, I actually can't make um, that time for a meeting. I'm just at the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, they were good though. Someone's like, whoa, really? Terrified <laughs> um, you're actually participating, not watching. Yeah, game. yeah, true. Well, even just being there watching would be cool enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was funny. I mean... I didn't. I didn't watch a lecture while I was there. Like, yep. why would I do that? Mm. Um, no. Like in terms of the uni experience, it's it's handy um, because we race and the season only really overlaps with Sem One by a couple of weeks. So okay, huge. we can get away with yep. um, putting off work for yeah. It's much yeah, better than the weeks. like. You're like it's good. We have our summer holidays in the in our summer, which is yeah. their winter. Whereas like over there, there's like for all the school and uni breaks, there's just the winter break, which is the sorry, Christmas break, which is the two weeks. Yeah, it's just nothing. <laughs> which you wouldn't, unless you lived no. over there, it'd just be pretty hard. Hectic to, all year round. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, that's a lot. Yeah. And then into the future, um, general goals, aspirations. And I want a general goal aspiration, but not just sporting, academic as well, or like career-wise mm. from both of you. Yeah, just sort of being my own boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He says as he plays with scissors, it's been all podcasts. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I sort of wanted to come to uni, do like a useful degree. Um, one of the skiers who's like retired now, just like used to ski and then every uh, hotel or new apartment, he'd just like take the TV and then just set it up as a monitor on the kitchen table and do his like online uh, like a programming job yeah, okay. like a solar oh, an actual job this yeah. is Mark yeah this yeah. is my actual company yeah he got a job he could do overseas yeah just so he could travel yeah, ski and just, work yeah exactly he just um, shotgun the, the dining room table <laughs> all day yeah um, which was a pretty good setup to make money over there um, yeah. is that so is that something you want to do nah, that's probably, yeah I mean um, like yeah, I'd probably do want to keep skiing yep. after uni. So I think my degree gives me a little bit more flexibility yep. compared to other degrees. Computer science. Yeah, and economics, very general. <laughs> <laughs> so, you look, so you're looking to make the Wheelchair Olympics, so Yeah. Part well, of the Australian team and then also career-wise something in computer science is what you're studying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I don't have a, like a huge idea of what I want to do, but I also enjoy like, while I'm overseas, one of the best parts, as well as like meeting friends in different, like skiers, yep. that become friends in different countries, and like, I've like stayed with a mate in Italy, like he's invited me to stay there for a month, and all these different things, which is quite nice, um, and then you get like good insights into other cultures, um, and then also you can, it's like, so much incentive just practice learning the languages if you're in somebody else's country, 
yep. to the stage where now I feel like if I go to a country and stay for more than a couple of weeks, like I feel like there's an obligation to learn some of the language yeah. and it's yep. just like it makes it a lot more fun. So is that one of your passions then in general? Yeah, yeah, I love the it. The travel and the picking up the culture yeah. and getting involved. The culture and the language. Yeah, feel. yeah, I just like I'll probably move overseas after uni, like yep. definitely. Huge. Because I reckon any I could do any any menial job and then yeah. if it's in another language it'll make it'll it be quite funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. you could do yeah. anything oh yeah i could be anyone <laughs> you could be anything yeah. <laughs> and what yeah. about you Sammy? you've already made winter olympics but obviously you're looking to climb and progress and yeah. Better yeah instead of maintaining and then also career-wise yeah career-wise um yeah I'd, i i guess i'd like to just do something i love um you know, go from doing skiing, which I love, to um, finding a job that I love um, and being able to be as passionate as, as I've been in skiing into whatever job I have or career I have would be the overall goal in life. Um, and I'd love to keep travelling and do a stint, longer stint overseas like Fidel. Um, and... Um, I guess another thing after these Olympics was um, I felt like a lot of the time I was thinking just about me a lot, just how, how I can get myself to the Olympics. And, yep. um, yeah, I think now one of the little goals I've set or um, things I want to do over the next few years is just be a lot more selfless um, and see where I can help other people um yeah without you know thinking oh well they're going to get better and and beat me so i'm not going to tell them why i'm doing this um you know with my teammates and then even um i really like doing um talks at primary schools in the act i've got a job where i do um talks and yeah just um try and make it not sport and everything I've learnt, not just about me and how I can um, transfer a few of the things I've learnt, um, yeah, awesome. maybe inspire some other people. Because at the end of the day, like, you don't want to be – I don't I don't want to be, like, 26 and having just done something that's, you know, quite privileged and just about me. Yep. So, yeah. No, it's very yeah. horrible. Great. Yeah, back to like the skiing goals. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, not that, that was great, but <laughs> I I just want to say like, um, obviously like there's the like the really clear, tangible like objective goals, and then you got like sort of world juniors like making big competitions, world juniors, world under twenty threes, world university games, world champs. World Cup, uh, Tour de Ski and like the Olympics. There's plenty of things on the cards. Yeah, so you can like easily measure your success by doing those um, big events and then there's also fizz points where each race you get a certain point and lower is better in terms of how well mm-hmm. you've gone. Um, but I think the cool thing about skiing, or not cool, but actually more of a challenging thing about skiing is because like there's no world records because every race is different. Snow can be fast or slow. Um every course is different so you can't um it's not like running around a track or swimming where you can measure yourself objectively how fast you are 
every single time. So it's more, it's weird because it's relative off the other skiers. Yep. So if you're not at a big race with lots of skiers and you're just in like more of an insular race circuit like Australia, it can be difficult to tell whether you've skied yeah, well or not because it's just dependent on the other people and how they've skied. So if everybody's skied well and you've skied badly compared to them, then you can think you've done a bad race yeah. when in reality you're still improving. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's definitely – it's fun to get good results and try, but then there's also like a lot of satisfaction that comes from just realising when it comes to race season every year that like you're in the best form you've ever been in your life and like you haven't been any faster yeah. and like anything could happen. And like it's nice to do time trials and tests to – to be able to see like the improvement and the personal development because that's sort of like the most when people when some people say oh like why do you do it and then it's probably just just be as like fast as I can feels yeah feels mm-hmm. nice and like it's rewarding yeah yeah you can apply that to not just sport yeah uh, anything just yeah, the pursuit to just be a better version of yourself yeah yep. then yeah you sort of understand like it's when like the process becomes like the result sense yeah. yeah and you understand why you've done things and that's also i mean i feel like sport it's pretty it's still a pretty inexact science so like rant you could find random things that work for you and you can just like discover things about yourself little quirks of things that work for you and that's like quite rewarding as well when yeah, you understand yourself more have like a nice connection to your body and your, mm. and your personality connection. yeah yeah exactly I think that's a great closing point. That's yeah. um, thank you very much, boys. It's been great to have you come in and uh, and film this or record this with me. Uh, any closing points at all? Any funny jokes you've got? Um, well, I said we were going to impersonate Mum before <laughs> this. Yeah, but we got, didn't get yeah, a chance. Got, no, I've got one of them. Yeah. Um, Take it away. Well, yeah, it was good to have Fidel to just bounce off during COVID lockdown back home in Melbourne because. He'd play a song on his phone and mum would just be like, just give it, turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> Grab the phone and just start shaking it. Like suddenly she doesn't know how to use an iPhone. <laughs> like, and she just hold down the and off button. And just turn the off button, like completely turn so the, the phone off. So the song would still play and we'd just be sitting there like, oh, she's trying to turn it off and yeah. just waiting for the, like, the slot just the to turn sw- off at the top. <laughs> yeah. Or another one, like we get, we get like a lot of... Um, like slander from just like tradies and people on the street. Like <laughs> yeah, just like wankers, on the roller skis. Well, any, any calls that you get often? Well, wankers. I feel like know, Fidel's yeah. a lot cooler at taking it than <laughs> I am sometimes, like when we're roller skiing along. And, and, this, and this guy stopped and he's like, well, like, what are you guys doing? And I thought he was really nice at the start. I was like, yeah, just um, roller skiing. And he's like, why, why wouldn't you just go bike riding? Like... <laughs> What is wrong with you? And then suddenly I was like, oh, this is like, this is malicious. He's a crack. Yeah. 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 And um, then we head off, and Fidel's like, yeah, like, don't worry about it. Like, and I was just like, oh, I was just yeah. rattled for like, yeah. The yeah, mind games were there. The easier ones are just the when they don't think about it and they just swear at you. But the one that really actually hurt me one time was I was stopped at the lights, and then uh, this tradie like pulls up in the left turning lane. And he just sort of winds down his window, window and just like looks at me on the roller skis and just like says, like, just wake up to yourself, mate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys, I'm going to have to finish it there. We've yeah. been talking about this all day. Thanks again, guys. Cheers. Thanks, Chris.